Possibilities, a podcast for those who are ready to evolve into unstoppable, intuitive, and resilient entrepreneurial leaders. Every episode features successful business thought leaders who share their wisdom about insightful topics that help you amplify how you do business and serve yourself and others. Get comfortable and have fun as you listen to your host, Terry Wilderman, have lively conversation with her guest. Here's Terry. Welcome, everyone, to this episode of Awaken the Possibilities. I'm your host, Terry Wildeman. And as usual, boy, do I have a super guest for you. It is so much fun to be able to speak with women who really understand what leadership is all about. You know, leadership from the heart is leading the way to transforming the workplace culture in transforming our world and understanding that with compassion, love and joy, things can really change. Today's guest is just a phenomenal woman who really has a great foundation. I'm just gonna say this foundation in leadership to really bring up all women to a level where we can stand up in confidence and with courage to lead the people that we are meant to lead to be very successful. Colleen Biggs has extensive success and experience in corporate America for over 30 years. She has coached over 300 CEOs. She's involved in franchising. She volunteers national and local community service, and she is involved with numerous project launches. Her business, Lead Up for Women, is an elite community of like-minded women driven by passion, power and purpose. Oh, I love that. Passion, power and purpose. She's a podcast host of Lead Up for Women, Speak Up to Lead Up. And Colleen is also the author of the number one best-selling international book, The Anatomy of Accomplishment. And on top of all of that, she publishes a bi-monthly magazine. I don't know where you get the time for all that. And she's happily married to the love of her life, She's got seven kids, seven kids, and 11 grandchildren. <laughs> wow. Welcome to the call, Colleen Biggs. Oh, thank you so much, Terry. I'm so the excited podcast, to be here with you today. <laughs> so excited to be here today. Thank you. What an, uh, I'm humbled and honored to be here. What a beautiful introduction. Thank you. Oh, well, why, thank you. And Colleen, you know, you and I have had various conversations, and I just love your grounded grounded, powerful energy. You get more done in one day than I think most of us get done in a week. Uh, you know, you are just going a mile a minute doing just amazing things and helping people. So let, let's talk about women in leadership. Isn't it true, I think, that a lot of women are like that, that we do tend to do so many things yeah. in the workplace and at home, and oftentimes we're not acknowledged for it. Yeah. No, it's true. And Terry, we, we talk a lot about how we have several identities. You know, if you're married, you take on somebody else's last name. So you automatically right there lose your original identity of who you were growing up. Then if you have children, you, lose, you add an identity of being a mother. And of course, we're sisters, we're daughters. And somewhere along the way, we forget 
who Terry Wildman is, or we forget who Colleen Biggs is. And we kind of set her on a shelf or maybe tuck her away because the needs of everybody else comes first. And we serve by nature. That's who we were built to be. That's who God created us to be. And we nurture and we serve. And then when there isn't anyone there to serve and nurture, meaning when kids are grown or when we move into a different season of our life, we're dusting off who we tucked away for a while. And and then we're bringing her forward to really learn who she is again, what her likes and dislikes are, rather than keeping all of these identities present and in the forefront and celebrating them all. The, the best example we can be for our children or our parents or our sisters or our spouses or our partners would be to show up authentically as who we are in ourselves. And then we automatically give that permission for those around us to show up as themselves as well. And that's well, just it. powerful words, Colleen, because recently over and over and over again, we've had conversations about as women or as people, actually, we tend to focus on what's out here. You know, everything is out here. And what we fail to recognize is what's really important is what's in here. Mm-hmm. And if we don't honor what's in here first, why should anybody else? Mm-hmm. It's so true. You know, why should anybody else? Because we have to get just what you said. If we don't give ourselves permission to honor ourselves, we're not really giving anybody else permission to honor us. Yeah, it's true. And leaders, um, you know, when you're in the corporate world, you talked about corporate culture, and I spent a lot of years in the corporate culture, and there's this misconception of what a leader is. Um, I'm not a big supporter of business cards or titles. And the reason why I'm not is because just because someone hands you a business card that has a title on it that says you're a manager or a director, that does not mean that you are a leader. A leader has a very clear definition. A leader in the dictionary states that there are people following you. You can't be in the lead if no one's following you. So therefore, you need to be sought after. You need to be respected. You need to have uh, a specific character of integrity that you've built. Um, As a leader, there's several layers of what a leader means to all of us. But by standing in your authenticity and treating people like their people and having the best intention for your actions for those surrounding you that you're there to lift them for them to grow beyond even the expectations that you can imagine for them that's being a true leader and when you're a leader you stand out and we all struggle with this I got to fit in in this society or this culture or this clique or corporate actually almost forces the fit in. If you want to be part of this company, you have to fit our culture. Well, what if you don't fit the culture? I'm not suggesting that you try to fit into something you don't fit into because we were created to stand out. There's a reason why our fingerprints don't match anyone else's. There's a reason why our features, our pupils, our 
so many things on us never match another DNA. They don't match other people because we're, we were created to stand out. God gave each one of us a gift that we have to leave on this earth to to make our mark. And if we're not able to stand up and have the courage, like you said, as, as women, I serve women, if we're not able to stand up and have the courage to be vulnerable, to show everything about ourselves and, and be brave in that manner to stand up for what we know is right and to be our authentic selves, which is a lot of what's happening in the world today. People are afraid to stand up and use their voices and be their authentic selves. We have what we have in the world today, which is um, women that are abused or um, sexually abused or sex trafficking or uh, all of these other issues that we have with abuse and divorce, you name it, um, because people aren't confident or courageous or brave enough to stand up and use their voice. And I love that picture behind you over your left shoulder that says I am enough it's huge it is a huge message for anyone who is looking at this you know visually seeing this podcast or listening to the podcast we are enough but it is courageous to honor that in ourselves sometimes you know we end up with emotional baggage that gets in the way of our owning who we are. And, you know, I talk a lot about that on Awaken the Possibilities that, you know, the Titanic was sunk by the, uh, what was not seen, which is the self-conscious, you know, and if you compare an iceberg to the body, that they've got the Titanic over here, they got the iceberg, the top of the iceberg is the head and the, and the, uh, what's under the water is self-conscious. It, it's the subconscious. It's all the emotional stuff that can sink us. Yeah, we are truly tethered by our disbeliefs. And it, you are right, 100%, Terry. It starts in our childhood in every single one of us. Terry, we had this conversation right when I got on the phone. We unpack our baggage, our, our luggage and our uh, baggage that we're carrying around becomes lighter. Then, in, then something else happens in your life that becomes an experience. And then you hit another wall and you hit another experience that bubbles up from your childhood that you weren't expecting that comes to the surface. And then we have to I always say we have to acknowledge the disbelief and what's bubbling up. We have to work through it to release it, which then creates space for us to bring in other experiences. And I have those signs that you see here, the I am enough signs handmade for all of the ladies that come to my sanctuary events. And that's one of their gifts that they take home with them so they can display it proudly in their home not only for themselves, but if they have a family or children or spouses, so that everyone or guests that come over see, by, by looking at that sign, they know who lives there, who that person is, and you're also sending that message to other people that I believe I'm enough, so I'm giving you permission to believe you're enough too. That is really, really cool. Yeah. So I'm curious, you were in corporate for 30 years. Of all of those... In all of those 30 years, what is the number one challenge that you see women leaders going up against in corporate America? 
other women. <laughs> it's my I number it. one belief. And that, I mean, that is why I literally left a very cushy, you know, benefits paid, very nice six figure position in corporate to start this business to show women that it is possible. And my goal inevitably is to change the landscape of what it looks like to be a female in this world, in the culture, in society, in corporate America, and as entrepreneurs. Wow. And that is the reason why I'm doing this because we are sabotaging ourselves and we are sabotaging other women. There is no room for comparison. There is no room for selfishness. There is no room um, when it comes to competition. There's no room for, for judgment. There's only room for support and love and, and, um, and the, the breath that we need to be giving women and giving them the, the wind that they need beneath their wings to fly higher and, and giving them the wings sometimes when they're down and need it. And, when women are extremely successful, it needs to be celebrated, not looked at in competition or judgment. And we need to be there to be cheering them on and supporting them and lifting other women to get to the same heights. That is brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. And what a transition from corporate to entrepreneurship. So what was that transition like? <laughs> You know, I, I remember somebody told me, it's going to take you a little while to settle in to your schedule because you're so used to having a, a you know, pretty, um, you know, I, I, I guess you would call it a regular schedule. However, I traveled a lot. So really wasn't, you know, I didn't show up at a certain time every day. I'm a very actionable uh, driven individual. So I hold myself accountable. I don't really need someone they're holding me accountable to get things done. So because of that personality and that drive, I don't have issues with the time that it takes to build the business. Mm -hmm. um, what I can tell you women run into is learning along the way. We need to understand that our failures do not define us. They're lessons. And when you go down a path to try something new in a business, that's where you learn that you either are on the right path or you need to course correct and go down a different path and then a different door will open. And that is very tough to learn because it's very crucial in the first couple of years of a business. And that's, you know, that's what I did as you talked about was launching businesses. I've worked with several CEOs in launching their businesses and it's so much easier to give advice to somebody else in their business because you see it from an outside perspective, yeah. right? We yeah. see individuals in everything that needs to, you know, be modified or worked on. But when it comes to ourselves, I picture it like a picture frame on a wall. When you're in your frame and you're just in the frame, everyone walking by can see you and can see what's going on from the outside but when you're in your frame, you have a tough time on your business seeing what needs to be worked on on the inside. And no matter how many businesses you've launched, I'm the perfect example of this. I have a coach. I have people that I work with. I have uh, professionals in tech and in web and in marketing because that's not my genius. 
it's not what I do great. And I hire individuals to help me do the things that isn't necessarily my lane so I can stay in my lane because that's how I, I deliver the most value to my community. Thank you so much for sharing that because that's something that uh, what you just said is so powerful. A lot of entrepreneurs, they think that they can do it all and they can't. You get to a point where you got to dish the money out to be able to create a team that will support you in the different areas that is not your genius. Mm -hmm. And when you can focus completely on your genius, that's where the magic happens. And when you surround yourself with people who are experts in their area, you know, the first thing I tell people is, do you like doing bookkeeping? No, get yourself a bookkeeper for crying out loud. Get yourself a bookkeeper and a great accountant. That's not what you're meant to be doing. It's a, um, are you really good at marketing? No, I hate marketing. Hire somebody to do your marketing for you. Uh, social media. Do you like doing social media? Oh, I can't stand it. It's so, you know, it's just not what I like to do. Hire a social media director to help you get your, uh, the posts, the tweets, the memes, whatever it is out there. Uh, get somebody, hire somebody to do your website so that you can do what you are best at. So thank you so much for bringing that up because I don't think we say it enough and I don't think people believe it enough that when they stay in their lane, that's where the magic happens. I like to look at it as in increments of time. Why does someone who makes $5 an hour versus someone who makes a million dollars an hour, they all have 24 hours in a day. How is the person that's making a million dollars an hour able to achieve what they're able to achieve in the same amount of time that the person that's making, that's making $5 an hour, if we just looked at it that way. Mm -hmm. It's called buying time. If you have two individuals that are wanting to double their businesses in one month, but one individual feels like no one can run my business like me, everything has to come through me, I'm the end all be all, I'm the creative genius, I'm the only one that can talk to customers, I'm the only one that can close the sale, right? The only one. That person will burn out, but maybe they will grow their business a little bit if they commit enough in that 30 days. But the individual that hires three people and pays them the money, they, he now bought 10 hours or she bought 10 hours or 20 hours. That's how you buy time. It's by adding resources. When you add resources, you're basically cloning yourself to get more done because they're taking things off your plate and then they're the experts at it. So now they're producing more than you could do on your own because you have, you have a very finite amount of time and resources. Yeah. You have to hire infinite time and resources. Yeah. And and before you even get to that point, it really is important to take a step back and ask yourself, are you in front of your ideal client? Are you clear on your vision, mission, and purpose? Because if you don't have those things in place, you can hire the best team in the world, but they're not going to succeed because the right energy isn't there to propel all of you forward to where you need to be as a team. So that vision, mission, and purpose really needs to be clear and your ideal client you really have to be clear on that yeah uh, so that all of you can move towards the same goal 
Yeah, you have to have a, you have to have a clearly defined why. Yeah. And most of the time, in most cases, I find the why relates back to an experience in that person's life and why they're on a mission to do what it is that they're doing. And, and that's why I truly believe that it, our stories are written, right? Because God works through other people as well as through us. So the reasons why I left corporate and how things happen wasn't what I had always planned, but I do believe certain doors were shut on purpose that created my vision to look elsewhere to realize, wait a minute, this isn't what I wanted for the rest of my life. What was I thinking? Mm -hmm. But when you have tunnel vision, you just don't see that. And so it does take a community. That's the whole reason why community is important. When you go to war, they don't send one person to war. They don't send an individual to go fight for a country and have one person on the front lines. They send a, a battalion they send an entire brigade. They to send an entire ship. <laughs> for strength. So why we think we can do life alone or why we think we can do it all on our own or we were meant to rise by ourselves, it takes a, an army, it takes a village, it takes a tribe to make a change and the strength of that tribe to support you and that's what we need to remember is we're not alone we have other people that are in our corner you just have to find what tribe is right for you and there's so many of them out there so speaking of tribe can you share with the Awaken the possibilities audience all about your organization lead up for women oh yeah so I think you've already pretty much your listeners have gotten a little background story on me on why I created Lead Up for Women. And it had to do with competition. It had to do with judgment. It had to do with not apologizing to be able to be you and be seen. And that's how I really started this organization. I wanted to bring women in, in a community that they felt comfortable being vulnerable, which takes bravery and courage to be themselves because I was always taught vulnerability was weakness. And I was not allowed to have that in my position in the corporate world which obviously we know it's hogwash, right? It is hogwash. <laughs> right. So because that's not true, I decided to bring women together of all different walks of life, of all different caliber in leadership, starting a business in corporate America, because we have this common thread, uh, like a golden thread, I like to call it of sisterhood. And when we let go of all the crap, and all of the outside stuff and the egotistical stuff and the judgment and the comparison and my body looks better than yours or whatever it is, or she looks better in a bikini than I do, or I wish I had her hair. We, everybody's been through this. When we let all that go, we're powerful beings of women that can produce life, create life. We are at the top of the chain when it comes to decision-making and leadership. And we control 80 to 84% of all of the global economic for the entire world. I just said global buying decisions. So we already have the power. 
but we don't tap into it because we don't feel we need to necessarily, unless it comes to like trying to save your child. All of a sudden you turn into, uh, you know, bionic woman and have strength beyond anything you could ever imagine. So this, this community of women is purposely created in the magazine and the webinars. These are all, you know, published articles by our members. They're taught by our members. The podcast are interviews of our members. It is purposely put together so that there is a platform for women to consistently show up and be seen unapologetically with your opinion and share your stories because they motivate, inspire, and educate other women. And the more we can do that, and the more we can lift women without judgment, without competition, the stronger we're going to be, and we are going to change the future. That is what we were meant to do. It is why we were created. And it's our responsibility to, to let all the other things go and believe that we're perfect exactly the way we were created. And we are enough, and we are worthy. And we don't need anyone else to give us permission to hit the green light to live our best life. How fantastic is that? So how do people join your organization? It's pretty simple. Um, it's lead up for women everywhere. So lead up for women. It's L-E-A-D um, F-O-R uh, for women. You can find me on Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook. We have a Facebook community group out there. You can find us anywhere and join. Um, and I made it a membership community on purpose because when you pay to be part of a community, you want value from that community. So you will show up, you will tap into the resources, you will tap into the opportunities and write an article, show up for an interview, attend an event. That is why I made it a membership because I want women to purposefully commit to showing up and being their best selves every day in every way that they can possibly do that. Fantastic. Thank you so very much, Colleen. This has been just a fantastic, really fantastic conversation and the work that you are doing to lift women up, help us step courageously and with vulnerability into our leadership roles. It's just a brilliant, brilliant thing. So thank you so much for sharing your genius and helping women really step into their leadership. So ladies and gentlemen, we've wrapped up, we're coming to the end and we're about to wrap up here. I just want to share a couple things with you. And that is please visit intuitiveleadership.com where you will find all of our events. Intuitive Leadership University is right there. And we have a lot of new programs that are brand new to our roster. So please take a look at them. We have everything from limitless prosperity to stress management to worry and stress on and on. We've got lots of great little programs or not, they're not little. Some of them are very uh, deeply involved programs to help you succeed in mind, body and spirit. Uh, so we look forward to seeing you on future episodes. And I wanna thank you from the bottom of my heart for being here and listening to the Awaken the Possibilities podcast, to your success. Thanks for joining us for this episode. Visit our website at awakenthepossibilities.com to subscribe to listen and rate our podcast on your favorite platform, such as YouTube, 
iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Cashbox, and more. For events, business, mindset, and leadership coaching services and courses, visit our website at intuitiveleadership.com. We look forward to sharing more insightful episodes and wish you much success in your business and life.